All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. I'm your host, Brownson Arabiji. I'm bringing to you another episode of The Narrow Path of the Righteous. The Most High put it on my spirit to speak on the topic of perversion. And this is a very important topic because clearly it is something that we are exposed to daily. You can't escape this perverted world. And there's a reason for it. There's many reasons for it. So we're going to do a deep dive into the topic of perversion and connect it to the system, these indoctrination systems, which prop up perversion in plain sight. You know, when you start to sharpen your common sense and discernment, it becomes evident that everything around us has been altered and perverted. You know, we're going to look at this topic through the lens of righteousness and really dive deep into what they are doing and how we got to this point, past, present, and what to expect in the future, because it's only going to get worse from here and out. Let's take a look at a definition of perversion. A sexual practice or act considered abnormal or deviant. And one thing you need to know is that perversion isn't just, you know, sexual. Let's look at a Wikipedia breakdown too. Perversion is a form of human behavior which deviates from what is considered to be orthodox or normal. So when you hear the term pervert, a lot of us immediately think, you know, some some porno obsessed person or some pedophile, right? But it's it's deeper than that. It's it's also alteration of humanity going from natural ways, you know, that the most high gave to us to altering those natural ways and inverting it, perverting it. Here's another and let me continue with the breakdown. Although the term perversion can refer to a variety of forms of deviation, it is most often used to describe sexual behaviors that are considered particularly abnormal, repulsive, or obsessive. And so some synonyms include corruption, debasement, debauchery, decadency, degeneracy, degenerateness, degeneration, degradation, demoralization, depravity, pervertedness, turptitude. And so I wanted to nail home those definitions so that we understand that it isn't always just sexual in nature when it comes to perversion. It's a whole plethora of alterations and deviations away from what we were created to be and do. I mean, look around at this world. It's just outrageously perverted everything has been altered everything has been flipped basically changed from what it used to be so let's take a look at how sexual perversion is pushed in our faces and you know you got to understand this is from a young age i've already broken a lot of this down 
if you really want to understand it look at the education system and just the fact that you know they have to groom your children the fact that they have to these teachers these professors are, are teaching your our future generations about sex education and you already know how perverted that is you know i remember being younger and learning about that i think in seventh or eighth grade and it was just it was just like what is going on here why not have and really all they were doing is planting seeds in the minds of kids that's all it was i remember when our biggest worry was sports or having enough time with friends and then when the minute they started giving us sex education that's when a lot of kids in my junior high started having sex i remember a girl got pregnant in ninth grade you know i remember back in the day we used to shame girls for sleeping around and being so-called sluts i remember back in the day a lot of guys really weren't out there trying to put notches in their belt like they are today you know that really wasn't pushed a lot of the people who were having sex were in long-term relationships even you know but it had to start somewhere you know my generation you know i'm in my 30s now so it really started i definitely before me but it picked up after me for sure because these these kids nowadays man are you kidding me unbelievable all they think about is you know sex all they all that drives them is their perverted lust and it is perverted promiscuity in and of itself is a perversion oh you're sleeping around with multiple mates you're disgusting you're a low level creature these nephilim have altered your mind to basically give away your life force or your your temple for what for a little bit of fun you know, there's a reason why this society is the way that it is. That's why we have to look at the history. So let's take a look at how these sexual perversions are pushed in our faces from a young age and how it affects us from childhood through adolescence into adulthood. And it's all around us. You cannot escape the depravity, the perversion, you know, the lust. It's everywhere. According to the FoothillDragonPress.org article entitled, Living in a Sexually Perverted Culture, written by Zach Plan and published on December 21st, 2013. Americans have an unmatched talent for taking something great and turning it into a perverted atrocity. In today's American culture, which seems to constantly shove sex into our eyes and minds like it's something that we need every second of the day, Sex is being further and further degraded in society from something that used to be perceived as, pri as a private and intimate act of sincere love in a relationship into a thing that is seen as a casual experience that everyone should just do just because it's natural and it feels good. And before we continue, you already know my take on marriage. Marriage is a, a covenant. It's a ritual we we didn't why would the most high be all gung-ho about you putting a ring on it and spending tens of thousands of dollars that you shouldn't be spending for a ritual you know when we weren't so obsessed with sex and perversion we were building families we were taking care of our families because both the men and the women could count on each other we knew that, that we were working towards a goal 
So family stayed together. You didn't need to have a government document saying that this is real. So let me get that out of the way because a lot of people might be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, sex is great as long as you're married. <laughs> so as long as I go through a ritual, it's okay, huh? So that's another perversion is marriage. It's just the truth. It's a perversion of something that doesn't even need to be there. It, it, it gets you in a situation that you shouldn't even be in. In a ritual that you shouldn't even be performing. Money you shouldn't even be spending. The article continues with Roxanne Jones, former ESPN vice president, perfectly summarized the American perspective of se perception of sex when she gave CNN readers advice to never have sex with a girl unless she sent you a text that proves the sexual relationship is consensual. For those who go around having sex all the time, this is a fantastic idea. And I mean, think about the how they benefited off of the Me Too movement, which helped with feminism and it helped with destroying the family structure. This is all well-timed, people. All of this is all connected. It is all connected. Sex isn't something that should be considered casual. Yes, it is a beautiful thing, and yes, it is necessary to reproduce. But our culture today perverts sex into something that is necessary to fit into society. So true. You know, I've seen girls, literally girls like I've met women in my past who, you know, completely changed due to social media and the outside influences. Once they got to a certain age or they started hanging out with certain people. These, these would be girls that would go from seemingly, you know, respectful, respectful of themselves to all out whores. Same with men. And it, it's absolutely insane how quickly it happens. But here's why. The author continues with in every magazine, in every TV show, in every movie, in every ad, even in our book, our books, Americans display not only a tolerance of sex as a casual deed, not only acceptance as proven by our ever-increasing sex-influenced lifestyles, but a continual, unquenchable thirst for more and more sex-related material to satisfy our natural yet apparently crooked urges. We let it dominate us. We contaminate sex with lustful thoughts and crooked hearts more and more, and then we let it contaminate us. You know, and it's completely true. All this society thinks about is sex. It's literally everywhere to the point where it's like you can have songs called WAP, wet ass pussy, and that that'll go that'll chart the, you know, the billboard and it'll be a song that's played everywhere. Even I remember even growing up on the bus and this was like radio days when the bus driver would play the radio and it was just all like I remember ludicrous. What's your fantasy? I remember when that song came out, I'm like, what What in the world? And I'm in junior high, people. And of course it influenced me. I remember rapping all of the lyrics to that song. You know, and, and this is this is stuff that became normalized. You know, these entities have been telling us their plans all along. Like I said, universal law of karmic responsibility and plausible deniability is what they hi hide behind. You know, we just fell for the BS and continue to idol worship perverts, 100% beast. So we're going to transition over to an audio excerpt from It's We the People, T.I. Me, 
video entitled American Publisher George P. Putman, The LGBTQIA and Pedophile, Pedophile Agenda, published on June 4, 2022. I'd like to begin with a fact, a simple yet shocking fact. It is this. A flood tide of filth is engulfing our country in the form of newsstand obscenity and is threatening to pervert an entire generation of our American children. We know that once a person is perverted, it is practically impossible for that person to adjust to normal attitudes in regard to sex. Yet much of this material has been described as an illustrated, detailed course in perversion, abnormal sex, crime, and violence. It is also a fact that no matter who buys this material, 75 to 90 percent of it ends up in the hands of our children. Now, you might ask yourself, why this sudden concern? Pornography and sex deviation have always been with mankind. This is true. But now, consider another fact. Never in the history of the world have the merchants of obscenity, the teachers of unnatural sex acts, had available to them the modern facilities for disseminating this filth. High-speed presses, rapid transportation, mass distribution, all have combined to put the vilest obscenity within reach of every man, woman, and child in the country. In the past few years, this obscenity traffic and salacious newsstand literature have become increasingly worse, not only in content, but in volume. This traffic continues to increase and flourish for one reason. It is big business, profitable business, for the mercenary persons who produce it, and for its more than 800 distributors. The United States Supreme Court has described it as dirt for dirt's sake. We describe it as dirt for money's sake. Obscene literature is a $2 billion a year business. That's $2 billion. Through this material, today's youth can be stimulated to sexual activity for which he has no legitimate outlet. He is even enticed to enter the world of sadists masochists, and other sex deviants. The psychiatric terms for these unnatural sex acts are unknown to most decent adults in our country. But through this salacious material, these abnormalities are corrupting the minds and the hearts of our children. Perversion for profit. Here is the most vicious, the most insidious feature of these publications. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. They glorify unnatural sex acts. They tell youngsters that it's smart, it's thrilling, it provides kicks to be a sadist and every other kind of deviant. The Military Chaplains Association of the United States Practically every major fraternal, civic, and religious organization, the juvenile court judges, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, innumerable psychiatrists, sociologists, and psychologists, 
attribute the moral decay among our people in very large part to the obscene and pornographic literature so prevalent in our society. This moral decay weakens our resistance to the onslaught of the communist masters of deceit. A major factor that makes youngsters prime targets for this printed filth is the natural curiosity of youth about the mysterious force of sex. Yet, on virtually every newsstand is a welter of misinformation which can wreck them for life. And it is important to realize that even if you knew that your own children would never, under any conditions, buy or read this material, if you knew this, and you can't know this, you must realize that they are constantly exposed to those who do read this material and who might be triggered into compulsive acts of sex violence. As I said before, the most insidious feature of these publications is that they glorify crime and ridicule law and authority. Vice is presented as fun. This warped idea of fun has contributed to the fact that one out of every 20 children born in the United States last year was illegitimate. The rate of illegitimacy has been steadily climbing. And the care of these children costs taxpayers $1 billion a year in government aid. This does not take into account the human misery or suffering that cannot be measured in dollars and cents. What these publications promote as fun has helped to increase the spread of venereal disease in this country. Reported syphilis has increased more than 300% in the last five years. The increasing crime rate also parallels the increase in obscenity. A vicious crime of violence, murder, forcible rape, or assault to kill is being committed every three minutes. The total cost of crime and human waste, misery, tax, and material loss is beyond calculation. Sex-mad magazines are helping to create criminals faster than we can build jails to house them. This $2 billion a year racket is challenging every mother and father in this country and everyone interested in the welfare of our children. The question is this, do you want your children stimulated and driven into an early unstable marriage before they have had a chance to achieve the economic, educational, and emotional stability necessary for family life? Do you want them to lose all chance of a normal, happy, married life? Opponents to the control of obscene literature state that the circulation of this material is the price we pay for freedom in this country. But the United States Supreme Court does not agree. Smut peddlers do not have the right to contaminate our society. This is a nation of laws, and you and I have a constitutional guarantee to police protection of our welfare. The law is our weapon. Here in a typical courtroom, a judge is instructing the jury in the case of a smut peddler.
Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Lakewood has a valid constitutional legal ordinance prohibiting the publication, sale, or distribution of obscene material. It is under this law that the defendant herein was arrested and prosecuted. The Supreme Court of the United States has clearly stated that obscenity is without constitutional protection. The Supreme Court has defined obscenity as material which deals with sex in a manner appealing to the prurient interest, that is, material having a tendency to excite lustful thoughts. It might be well to point out that it is not necessary to prove that this material has led to an act of violence or sex crime, but merely that the material taken in itself is obscene. The test is whether to the average person applying contemporary community standards, the dominant theme of the material taken as a whole appeals to the prurient interest. If material meets this test, it is without the constitutional guarantees of freedom of press and speech. Now you, the jury, must apply the test of obscenity to the material distributed by this defendant. You, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, are the sole triers of the facts in this case. The application of this legal test to the evidence is to be made by you and you alone. You, in effect, by your decency, determine the level of morality in this community. You, indeed, are the peers of the community. And so, my friends, the question is whether you consider publications, samples of which you have seen in this film, to be below your community standards. To find the answer, ask yourself these questions. Would you display this material on your living room table? Do you find such material in the living rooms of your friends and neighbors? Would you read stories from these publications to your family or friends? Would you undertake to sell this material from door to door? Of course you would not. Your community standards are far above this depraved material. You know, I find it very interesting. You know, once you sharpen your common sense and your discernment, you can read in between the lines with these entities. You know, they, they give you truth, but then they mix in a ton of lies. So this puppet, George P. Putnam, I guess was a publisher. From what I can tell, this was a video in 1965, right? And if you look, if you look at the actual video, this entity is in a classroom with, you know, the U.S. map, right? With the ball earth globe in the back and the flag. So you already know what time it is with that entity. And I find it funny how they tell you the truth about what they're doing with these publications and how billions are being poured in into, you know, sex and lust and perversion on your children. This is back in 65 people. So this is a generational thing. And obviously it didn't start in the 60s. They've been doing it ever since all of these resets, people, they do the same thing over and over and so this entity is telling you the truth about how they're aiming at your children, but then mixes in the lies and says that, you know, the government's trying to stop these publishers. The government owns the publishing companies. The government is responsible for this information coming out, you know, and then, of course, they mix in fear of communism and, you know, how it's good to be a law abiding, a law abiding citizen, you know, with authority and, you know, get married because you know it's a sin to have sex outside of your marriage it's it's crazy how 
diluted these entities are when they tell you the truth you got to be able to sharpen your common sense and discernment but i wanted to show this to showcase to you that this isn't a new thing this whole you know sex education and putting it sex in magazines and publications i'm pretty sure playboy was founded around what the 1950s 1960s so you know they knew what they were doing this is this was a well thought well planned out execution of introducing perversion into the american minds you know and think about during that time frame but wasn't that right right around the civil rights you know right before vietnam a couple you know 20 years after you know 15 20 years after world war ii so the people were decimated the people were demoralized the people were were becoming homeless and sick and drug addicts so it was a perfect time to you know include another psyop with you know perversion while they had racism running in the background civil rights running in the back it's all it's all a show people that's all i'm trying to get you to understand is you got to really understand the context of the situation and what they're trying to really tell you because they do tell us in plain sight you know and one thing to note you know these universities these professors these so-called scientists they tell us their wicked deeds but then play both sides of the coin to create confusion division and deception you know that's that's exactly what that entity did before in the video we just listened to they're acting like they're being righteous by calling out perversion but then they're talking about communism being fearful of communism as if democracy is that much better and how being a law-abiding citizen and, and listening to authority think about the word it used authority is a is a good thing and being married and tied to the system is a good thing this is the what the world we live in people according to the 13 news What is it? 13 News Now video entitled ODU Professor. The world the word pedophilia shouldn't be used to refer to people attracted to children. Published on November 15th, 2021. New at 530 and Old Dominion University professor is taking a lot of heat. Alan Walker said the word pedophile shouldn't be used to refer to people who are attracted to children because it comes with a stigma. Walker also said people can be attracted to children without acting on it. Dana Smith has more on what the professor said and the response from Walker and the community. The controversy surrounding Old Dominion University professor Dr. Alan Walker centers around their argument that not everyone who is attracted to children will abuse children. It isn't actually a choice, so people are just born with this condition. In an interview with the Prostasia Foundation, Walker said the term minor attracted people, or MAPS, should be used to describe people who are attracted to children. It's less stigmatizing than other terms like pedophile. Uh, a lot of people, when they hear the term pedophile, they automatically assume that it means a sex offender. Uh, and that isn't true, and it leads to a lot of misconceptions about attractions toward minors. But not everyone sees it that way, including people on campus like Andrew Lombakis, president of the ODU College Republicans. I'm actually uh, thinking about planning a peaceful protest against Alan Walker. In the interview, Walker stressed child sexual abuse is never okay. They explained there is a difference between attraction and behavior. Walker said there is no morality attached to attraction because that's something we can't help. 
The Prosagia Foundation's executive director, Jeremy Malcolm, agrees. What experts like Dr. Walker are saying is that telling these people that they are inherently bad and doomed to offend is counterproductive. Criticism about Walker's comments prompted ODU and Walker to release statements over the weekend. The statement from the university reads, an academic community plays a valuable role in the quest for knowledge. A vital part of this is being willing to consider scientific and other empirical data that may involve controversial issues and perspectives. For their part, Walker said, child sexual abuse is an inexcusable crime. The goal of my research is to prevent crime. I embarked on this research in hopes of gaining understanding of a group that previously has not been studied in order to identify ways to protect children. Dana Smith, 13 News Now. When we say that they have been perverting society since the beginning, we aren't saying it for sensationalism. It's right in our faces. I mean, think about what that entity admitted. You probably thought it was a woman talking. It wasn't a woman. That was supposed to be a so-called male talking like that. Are you kidding me? You know, think about the audacity of that entity. It said, when you hear the term pedophile, most people think of child sexual abuse but that's not always the case are you kidding me right now people i mean if you if you at all support you know the education system you're supporting you're supporting what they're pushing on your children homeschool your children people get them out of these indoctrination systems you want an entity like that teaching your children oh well you know I just got attracted to this this little boy in class, but I'm not a pedophile because I didn't act on it. Are you kidding me? Are you are you kidding me? This is what they're trying to normalize, and I've been saying that for years to people. Once they normalized what the the gay marriage and made it law and allowed it, I was like, okay, it's downhill from there. And I was in my mid twenties, I think it was early to mid twenties when all that started to be conversation. I was very I was very brainwashed and I was living a very wicked life where I thought, you know, gay rights, you know, didn't matter. It didn't affect me. I even voted for it to come in. I, I will admit that. I've already said that before. And that's one of the biggest mistakes I've ever made in my life was voting for that. You know, that's why I know I have responsibility to give back to the creation for all of the mishaps that I've done in my life. I'm not perfect, but I'm the first to admit when I make a mistake. And now looking back, you know, after I made that mistake of supporting it, I remember quickly after realizing, okay, wait a minute, that was a mistake. I started seeing how much they're pushing the perversion on the world. It was like, it was like basically once people allowed that, it was like night and day between how it used to be not be accepted to how it's everywhere. It was like the floodgates opened with this perversion and this sexually lustful society and that turned into the lgbtq rights you know the alphabet boys and girls these these pedos who want to act like what they're doing isn't wrong because they want people to study them you're going to study a pedophile what's there to study about a pedophile what do you mean study to understand you no i understand that you're a pervert and you're a demonic entity that's what i that's all i need to study i don't need to study you you know, you know, this is the world we live in. And I'm so thankful for the Most High for correcting me and allowing me to, you know, you know what? I made a mistake. Now it's time to change. Now it's time to use my voice. 
and a lot of people were in the same position as me you we used to like think you know homosexuality didn't affect us i even have one of my like childhood like best friends who came out of the closet you know and we all knew at the time i think that was a lot of the reason why i didn't think it was such a big deal is because one of my best friends like old roommate came out you know and, and none of us like treated him any differently like you know that's still the, that was still the homie you know what i'm saying so like the, i think a lot of that mindset in my 20s it bled over into like oh well like if this person is this way and like i don't see any issues with it then it shouldn't be an issue on a, on a grand scale but now we see, you know, the long, the short term and not only short term, but the long term effects of that mindset. It's all a perversion. It really is. You know, it's a sick world we live in, people. You know, it's an absolute sick world. And let's continue because, you know, if that's a, prof you know, a professor, think about all the teachers. If a professor saying that, let's look at all these teachers because we know the world is depraved in countless ways in the lgbtq through z community the alphabet boys and girls basically stole who stole the rainbow you know have helped in aiding the destruction of the family structure in so many ways go back and listen to that episode of promiscuity go back and listen to the episode of feminism go back and listen to the episode of family structure and you'll see what i mean i tie and connect all of those dots they've been destroying the family unit the structure They've aided in the killing of millions of babies through Planned Parenthood. Because you can't have Planned Parenthood without homosexuality. You can't have Planned Parenthood without promiscuity. You can't have Planned Parenthood without perversion. You know, they've helped aid in their destruction of reproduction. So we're going to transition over to an audio excerpt from the Jim Crenshaw. I believe this is a mirrored video entitled LGBTQIA2. <laughs> <laughs> teachers openly talk about grooming your children published on april 16 2022 last chance to get the fucking point this we don't like this my community specifically does not like this. You want to know why personally I don't like this? Because when it's the parent's problem, that's how you get homophobic kids. That's how you get kids like me with internalized homophobia until they're like 18 or 19 because they finally started going to fucking therapy. If my parents had their way, I wouldn't know shit about the gay community or my own legitimate sexual identity. I came out to them when I was 16. You want to know what they told me? They told me I was going to unalive myself because of this. I was an already depressed teenager. So when you say it's the parent's problem, understand that the parents are not going to make the best decision. They're not going to educate their kids. If it weren't for public school, I wouldn't know shit about the gay community. Unless it's a private school, parents need to stay the fuck out of classrooms. The most controversial way I teach my kids consent is that they all choose their own gender identity because it's every person's right to be who they are. It's that simple. Hi, my name's Az and I'm a preschool teacher. So my classroom celebrates diversity. It's probably my favorite thing to teach. We usually use kids' books to talk about this kind of thing. 
Recently we started wearing pronoun pins and the kids get to pick a new pronoun pin every We have some that pick like she, her every single day and we have some that changed up. So diversity is really important in my class. So I recently realized that there's a whole lot of really amazing figureheads and people to look up to in this world who aren't white or straight or male or have what have you and that we should learn a little bit more about these people. Don't love and accept you for who you are this Christmas. Fuck them. I'm your parents now. I'm proud of you. Drink some water. I love you. Bye. Don't fucking treat our identities as an achievement. Call me they them, and just call me they them with the same effort you call a woman she her and a man he him. This isn't something you get to yes about. Because if you don't call me by my preferred pronouns, then it's just discrimination. So you can be discriminatory or you can do the bare minimum. So celebrating doing the bare minimum is fucking shitty. Do you know how it feels to be treated like somebody else's prize? Like if they show you basic human decency, it makes them feel better about themselves? It shouldn't. It should make you feel like shit when you don't. Try my best. Don't. Just do it. I'm tired of people saying that going out of your comfort zone should be applauded. No, it should be fucking expected at this point. Non-binary humans exist, and we legally are acknowledged now. I have an X on my fucking license, so calling me a woman is discrimination. You're a piece of shit. You are a discriminatory bigot. If you call me non-binary, you're doing the bare minimum. The absolute barest fuck minimum. I'm a man. But when I was a baby, the doctors told my parents I was a girl. And so my parents gave me a name that girls typically have and bought me clothes that girls typically wear. Um, and until I was 18 years old, everyone thought I was a girl. And this was super, super uncomfortable for me because I knew that wasn't right. Um, the way I like to describe it is like wearing a super itchy sweater. Um, the longer you wear it, the itchier it gets, and the only way to make the itching stop is to have everyone see and know the person that you really are. So when I was 18, I told my family and my friends that I'm really a boy, and it was like this huge weight had been lifted off of my shoulders, and I had the freedom to be who I truly am. And even though this experience is super challenging sometimes, um, I am su it made me the person I am, and I'm super proud to be transgender. Hi, I'm a queer teacher, and I 1,000% do not support this bill. And yes, I do know what's in it. The bill in itself is just another way to stigmatize the LGBTQ plus community. Kids as young as three and four are actually aware of their gender identity, even if they don't have the language for it. So very aware of who they like and who they don't like. Heterosexuality is pushed on our kids on a daily basis at a very young age. Media, through books, the first Disney movie that you saw, say that pre-k through third grade are not ready for such topics is actually internalized homophobia and transphobia they're very much ready for these topics and are way more accepting than adults when it comes to discussing these topics and talk about gender gender assumptions pronouns all the things and it is child development appropriate and age appropriate it's literally created as just another means to other queer people basically say that us existing is not normal Homophobia is basically the belief that there's something bad about gay people or queerness. Like, if you think there's something bad about it, you are homophobic. That's what it is, literally what it is. It's that simple. 
and a lot of people will be like, well, I'm not homophobic. I just don't want, like, to talk about it or I think it should stay private. And it's like, no, that's homophobic too because you, you, you still think there's something there that isn't appropriate or that we shouldn't be, like, sharing or talking about. And even this idea that, like, it's, oh, it's, we can't talk about sex with kids. It's like, first of all, we probably can. Our society is just, like, way too uptight about it. We give them toy guns, but we can't explain what sex is. Okay. And um, number two... I don't even think we need to talk about sex to be talking about queerness. So you could still be talking about queerness without talking about sex. It's all just very homophobic. Just You're, you're just being very homophobic. That's it. And it's because you don't like queerness. You know, you got to start asking yourself, <laughs> you know, is this really the life that we want to live? Is this really where the world is going? You know, for me, I don't get triggered by these type of low level entities because these are people who are heavily traumatized, heavily brainwashed. They're more than likely have had sexual perversions done to them at a young age, because I really am starting to believe that the people who are who go down that route, most of the time, something sexually perverted happened to them, whether it was molestation or rape or they were exposed to sex at a young age. I don't know, but there is definitely a correlation between these, t th what happens to those people and what they project later in life. I mean, look at, listen to, like, think about what we just listened to. Like, how much evil was within the tone of those people? Those people are psychotic. They're absolutely psychotic. And a m multiple of them were, were teachers, preschool teacher, even gender pronoun pins. While you go drop your, your son or daughter off at school, this, this entity is telling you that it's one of it, its favorite subject is diversity. And they want to talk about anything other than heterosexual males, specifically white males, because you know they love to demonize white males in this, in this world now. You know what I mean? Any, they want to tell you, oh, there's all these other people are being oppressed. Oppressed. Even that one entity talked about Oh, well, you know, we can probably talk about sex with children. They, they're more accepting, you know, and you're, you're telling me that you can talk about queerness without it being sexual. All you guys talk about is your sexuality. I mean, if it wasn't about your sexuality, why come out and tell the world who you are then? Why not just keep it private? Why not keep your perversions behind closed doors? No, it's because you guys are perverted and you all want the world to know who, what you sleep with. Not even who you sleep with because you all will sleep with intimate, inanimate objects because you're, you're psychotic and you're, and you're borderline pedophiles. The vast majority of you are. Think about that last entity saying, oh, we should probably talk about this with children. You want, you want your kids going to that school? One day your son comes home and tells you, oh, I'm, uh, you know... I think I'm a non-binary goldfish and, you know, I think I want to become a woman in two years so I can be a figure skater. This is what they're turning your children into, people. Non-binary, that girl yelling at the camera, basically saying, if, if you call me non-binary, you're doing the bare minimum. <laughs> if you call me a woman, you're discriminating. This is a sick world we live in, people. These, these, are, psycho these are psychopaths. These are absolute psychopaths. You know, and these entities who run this cube, this indoctrination system, tell us in plain sight about how we've been deceived through education, healthcare, and science to believe, like keyword, believe 
and perversions of all types you know since these systems have normalized it now it, it makes sense right but let's let's take a look at something that i found an article that i found According to the solitaryroad.com article entitled John Hopkins Psychiatrist, there is no gay gene published by James Miller. And so let me just read like a quick synopsis. You, you can feel free to read through it if you want. Dr. Paul R. McHugh, the distinguished service professor of psychiatry at John Hopkins University, which we know was a part of Event 201, which we know is a part of all types of alterations and perversions on the world, and former psychiatrist in chief for John Hopkins Hospital, who has studied sexuality for 40 years, said it is a scientific fact that there is no gay gene. <laughs> I mean, we didn't need this 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 puppet to tell us that but i just find it funny how they mock these 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 people who fall for the hoopla where they they fall for the lie that oh you know some people are just born gay you know that you know the most high made a mistake even though you never see any animals or insects being gay you know the, the most high you know just made a mistake huh and so random people are gay but then the ones who push the homosexuality on you come back and tell you oh yeah there's no such thing as a gay gene you see how they play both sides of the field let me let me read the next section environment however is very important said dr McHugh, author of the mind has mountains reflections on society and psychiatry he also explained that the permissive sexual culture in the united states today has confused desire with love and that homosexuality is a false or erroneous desire. So there you go, people. Psychiatrists. A lot of you love people in white coats who are wearing bow ties and ties. You know, you love these millionaires, these billionaires. So I might as well show you what they're saying about it, about your perversion. It's not real. It's not actual. It's not natural. It's something that either happened to you through trauma and it's some kind of a generational curse or curse on you that you haven't taken the time to work through. Or it's just you just out of boredom. You just want to f be like feel you just want to be a part of a movement. I feel like a lot of people are definitely like that. They take advantage of, you know, people who are unsuspecting. And then they find they, they find an image in a movement. You know how many people I've seen who are so-called straight that will go to like LGBTQ like pr pride parades and wave around their flag? They, they just want to be a part of a movement. They have no identity outside of the cube. It's a, it's a pretty sick world we live in, people. So now that we know that there's no... I mean, we didn't need a psychiatrist to say that, but I like throwing in articles like that because it's like these... I love throwing little jabs at people using the cube that they love so that I can show you the contradictions. So now that we know there's no such thing as a gay gene, you know, let, ask yourself, like I, like I said, have you ever seen a gay animal? <laughs> without it being fed chemicals have you seen a gay insect get out of here people you guys are weird man pervert you perverted so we're going to transition over to an audio excerpt from my brother mag bitter truth official the video is entitled the gay gene exposed published on november 27 2019 on. now more ugly truth now we go take a look into the so-called sex study that they got right here. As you could see, same-sex behavior, and they're talking about genes. 
Now we go get into it because they're trying to pass off these these gays, lesbian, transgender people, and even pedophiles as some type of some type of sickness. Sometimes they basically gonna tell you they diagnose them with something, and also in their genes. You understand something that they can't do nothing about. It's all fake with people. Just make shit normal. That's absolutely wrong. You understand? Stuff that you know is wrong. They're trying to make normal. And mostly for the new generation. That's who gonna see this right here in full effect. That's what you need to remember. A new study found there is no single gene that can determine a person's mm -hmm. sexual orientation. Mm -hmm. The Science Journal published mm -hmm. what is being considered the largest genetic study on sexual behavior. Yes, the largest study on sexual behavior is bullshit, 100% crap. They are already feeding the masses with this dumb shit, and this is another way to poke it on you. Tell you they do a study, it's nothing but fake. It's a satanic earth. And that's where they're leading you right now. The research right concluded the that a person's sexual orientation is mm -hmm. shaped by a mix of genetics and environmental factors. Mm -hmm. As yes, opposed to shape of genetics and environmental factors. You better wake up. You know already, people, is the programming that they give them. Everything that surrounds us, that's what it push into. You understand? All fucking abomination. That's what it lead to. You understand? The artists, the movie stars, all of them shit that they give you promote sadomism and the masses that's how it is and of course that's how the youth pick up on it their subconscious mind got poisoned by tv from their young bam on to having a single gay gene mm -hmm. the study took the into account gene. the genetic profiles mm -hmm. of nearly and look what they got right single here. gay gene mm -hmm. the study took look what they got right here people red and blue entwined like a damn snake you see that like the serpent, and of course, you know, red and blue stand for division. We'll count the genetic profiles of nearly 500,000 people from the U.S. and U.K. That group is about 100 times larger than other similar wow. studies. It's However, but crap, people, all fake studies they give the masses, they never tell you what kind of information they gather up off you. That's what you need to know. There were okay. several limitations. Participants mm -hmm. who only had one same-sex sexual encounter mm -hmm. were grouped with individuals mm -hmm. who have exclusively had same-sex attraction wow. their entire... exclusive of same-sex attraction. Wow, I told you people, this attraction shit that they're pushing on the masses with the sexuality, you better wake your ass up, people. Of course, it's a programming. Lives. Watch this. The study right also here. lacked diversity since wow. all participants. Take a look at this right here, people. It's the one eye they're giving you at the side. Of course, they're telling you this devil work 100% in with their studies. Of European descent. Yeah. For more reaction on this, Zeke Stokes joins me now. He is the chief programs yeah. officer at GLAD. Programming of GLAD. Wow, I told you. All sodomites they bring on screen. Trying to bend the masses the wrong way. That's what they're here for. Zeke, this new research concludes there is no specific research. gay gene. So mm -hmm. what is your biggest takeaway from wow. that? I think the biggest takeaway of the study no is... single gay genes, people. What this fucking bullshit is about is poking it on the dumb people. They're never going to get it. Gene, so mm -hmm. what is your biggest takeaway from that? Mm -hmm. I think yes, the biggest takeaway... As soon as it go talk, they go the permit and the hand sign. Right there, that's what they do. The way of the study is mm -hmm. that, you know, for, for a long time it was it was thought that perhaps there was a single gay gene that mm -hmm. could be turned on or off, which wow. meant that sexual orientation was something that was um, that was the result of a single genetic trait. But what wow. we know... Wow, people, I told you. So they're telling you that if it was from a single gene, it could have turned off and on. But because it's not, it can't. Wow. So you already know, people. 
They're trying to normalize all those shit on the masses. They already did it with gays and transgenders. They on the pedophilia now. Right now, trying to make that normalize on the masses, tell you it's just somebody with a little sickness. Wow, our sex preference. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, is that it is incredibly complicated uh, mm -hmm. and that there are many, many genetic traits that, that, that contribute to sexual orientation. Mm -hmm. right. So what do you think the findings mm -hmm. of this study, how will that impact the LGBTQ community? Wow, how did it gonna impact the LBGTQ? They keep putting in more fucking letters on it, people. All damn devil called in. That's what you need to know. So anytime we can put science behind the work that we do to reach full mm -hmm. equality and acceptance yes. as an LGBTQ community yes. is valuable. Yeah. What does Every time they can use, they can use so-called science. Wow, I told you people, science is what they use to brainwash the people. And of course, all noise here in their background is trying to throw you off. This really contribute to a really wide swath mm -hmm. of scientific research, all of which shows us mm -hmm. one thing really clearly, and that is that being gay or lesbian or bisexual is not a choice. Wow, it is a you hear that, people? Being gay, lesbian, or bisexual is not by choice. Are you kidding me? Everything you do is by choice. That's what you need to know. Don't let them fool you. You understand? If you're born one leg, of course, you're just born with one leg. But you can just be whatever you want. You understand what I'm saying? It's bullshit. 100% in. You can't just born as somebody that's going to be a biosexual. You understand? It's something that you got in your mind. You can't just born and be like, yes, I'm gay. 100% bullshit. It's something steer you that way. And I told you, it's mostly programming they got for the masses. And now they want to pass it off as just a little sex preference. That's it. Everybody born at one. Come on. It's of really complicated genetics that we're born with. Mm -hmm. uh, and then this study actually so studied... next thing you're going to tell us that people born that want to have sex with animals and then you're going to just class that off as cool because it is something that they can't change and they don't have no control of it. Is the same fucking shit they say you with the pedophilia. Behavior versus specifically orientation. And wow. so uh, when it comes to acting on that in terms of oh. exhibiting same-sex behavior, mm -hmm. same-sex... Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that the same shit they mentioned with the pedophilia. Only if they act on it and they keep using that one eye to peep out on you to let you know. It's the same fucking shit for the CBS. But now they're giving you the live living high right there you see attraction and behavior a lot of that mm -hmm. does depend on environmental factors wow. it's it people are wow. much more likely why to they're be using an eye people why they're using an eye for this wow devil program. out to live their full mm -hmm. authentic lives in an environment that accepts them a community that accepts them mm -hmm. a family that accepts them a country yes. that accepts mm -hmm. them uh, so we do see variations mm -hmm. in behavior but the yes. but the genetics behind it are really steady and really strong and really send a clear message wow. so what this kind of message do they send it's bullcrap, people, 100% in. So you got to tell me that if you if you just love gambling or something like that, just, just use gambling because some people are addicted to gambling. You mean you're just born that way? Some things in your body that, that trigger it off, like you're born that way to be, to be like, want to be in the casino gambling your money? I don't think so, people. It's the same type of shit. It's just choice. How the fuck they're going to tell you? You can't change it. It is choice. Study the biggest of its kind shows that there's a mix of environmental mm -hmm. factors as well as genetics. But other mm -hmm. studies have really linked it to a, a few genes or a mm -hmm. gene. Yes, so a few genes are a gene. You see that, people? Wow. <laughs>
this is our damn job. How did that perception mm -hmm. impact the LGBTQ community? Well, for a long I time, you know, there was a big controversy, mm -hmm. a big conversation in this country mm -hmm. and around the world about whether or not being gay was a choice. Of mm -hmm. course, LGBTQ people mm -hmm. everywhere know that. Yes, only y'all know because the smart people already know it is a choice, it's a preference, it's something that you have in your mind, something that you keep in your damn head. And that's why you are... We didn't just wake up one day and decide to be gay, lesbian, or bisexual. Of course, it was of never... Of course. What do you mean bisexual? What is a bisexual? Somebody that won't go both ways? You better wake your ass up and you're telling me that's not a preference. So you tell me, even though you tell me somebody can just bond to, to, to want one set of people, either the same gender or the opposite, and you want to tell me that somebody can also bond with a split, one, two... Wow, this is a dumb shit. Choice. It was something we were born with. Mm -hmm. Those wow, studies were good because it, it did begin to put a marker down to say, you know what, this is not mm -hmm. a choice. This is something that people are born with. It mm -hmm. is an innate human characteristic. It is a common mm -hmm. It is a choice. And I told you, a lot of these foods, milk and everything that they feed the masses is basically tampering with their hormones. You understand? Of course, no doubt about it. It could make them act gay and everything. No doubt about characteristic. it. Characteristic. Even the water that you drink. What we're now seeing is that it's not just one or two or three or five genes. It's mm -hmm. really, really complicated, wow. and it varies from person to person. Wow. But the science is really clear that it is genetic. Yes, the science is clear that it is genetic. And you see the smirk on his face? Yes, don't blame a gay man, a lesbian, or a so-called bisexual. And I told you, they also have the pedophilia in there. It's also genetic. Wow, people, look at the world that you live in. Check around you and see what they're giving you. It's a satanic world, 100% in our deep, deep, deep in this rabbit hole. I'm gone. Much love and respect to the brother Mag Bitter Truth official. And I don't really even need to do a recap. I just wanted to share the brother's perspectives and insights on something that we all know. We all know that there's no such thing as a gay gene. We know, all know there's no reason to ever trust any scientific study and we all know that it's a choice you know think about what how contradictory they are when they mention bisexuals so if it's a gene thing you're telling me somebody has a split gene that wants to just sleep with everything no that's that's a choice that's a perversion that's somebody who just can't get enough of pleasing themselves and you know doing and focusing on sex 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 perversions 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 there's no such thing as a gay gene people these people just love being a part of something wicked that's all it is and i agree with the brother mag we are deep 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 in a very demonic and evil world you know why do you think they talk about in their scripted bibles sodom and gomorrah what do they tell you about sodom and gomorrah how the city was destroyed because it's the, of its depravity, because of its perversions, because of its lustful nature, because of its greed and gluttony and evil and wickedness and tyranny and idolatry. What do you think? What do you think America represents? You know, and you got to think about the Western nations. We read an article earlier about how America can't stop taking things that are normal and altering them. Right. And perverting them. But you got to understand all of these other countries were propped up to basically try to be like the United States over the last, you know, 100 plus years, ever since it was basically founded. 
at least throughout my whole entire lifetime, they've always prop used propaganda to make the United States look like, you know, the cream of the crop, you know, the bread and butter of the world. Everybody needs to be like them. You know, they're the best place in the world. And then so, of course, of course, people are going to see the homosexuality and the perversion spread around the world and it becomes normalized. You know, this is some sick stuff, people. This is really, really wicked. I'm, I'm just being honest. You know, you got to understand that this will never stop. This is what they want. And let's take a look at the definition of LGBTQIA, a.k.a., like I said, the rainbow stealing alphabet boys and girls who are confused. So the definition is lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, questioning one's sexual or gender identity. Like, okay and intersex <laughs> and asexual aromantic and agender you're telling me that these people aren't confused you're telling me that these people aren't deciding just to you know go about a perversion to be a part of a movement or to get their rocks off you got to be kidding me and the, you know who's going to be affected our children you know, we have been conditioned through the indoctrination system of education to widely accept these perversions and abominations. That is irrefutable at this point. You know, I've even had family who they don't like truth, right? They don't like wisdom, knowledge and understanding. They love this system, but they even recognized how everything was turning, you know, homosexual. I've had family members multiple mention this like, oh, my, it's everywhere. Of course. That's that's that welcome to the control system, people. And these are the ones who are teaching the children. So we're going to transition over to an audio excerpt from the Ed Gullion video entitled The Sick, Perverted and Mentally Ill or Educating Your Children. May 19, 2022, published on May 20th, 2022. So people are finally pulling their kids out of schools and just educating themselves because schools have really gone that far. And we know how far they've gone because of the reporting of Chris Rufo in a lot of cases. He's reporting that the school district in Philadelphia, the city schools, invited teachers to attend training sessions on the following topics, kink, BDSM, trans sex, and quote, banging beyond binaries. Now, for some reason, the teacher trainings included sexual role playing as well, not guessing because it's on tape. Watch. I think for tonight, I'm really wanting to feel cared for, but also get punished a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so I, so I don't. I, I want. I want like a lot of praise, and I'm. I'm feeling like you're. You're a good boy. So this is how the game's gonna work. Is that we're gonna drop into the chat different words that we like to hear for bodies um that are not gendered so we have bits we have any and outie front hole junk goodies package we have more let's keep going oh yeah equipment back hole sweet spot we have hundreds of words that we can use to talk about our bodies that 
make us feel really connected and don't add to our dysphoria, that don't make us feel like triggered or out of our bodies. These people are mentally ill, obviously. At the training, a trans activist called Chase Ross discussed prosthetic genitalia. We're about to see was directed to minors. We've blurred the images of the prosthetic genitalia. Watch. This is what it looks like, and it is pretty small. I actually really like this prosthetic because it does leave a nice small bulge, and that if you're like a smaller person or if you're a kid and you want a prosthetic that's a little bit smaller, like this is the way to go. We know this exists because of Chris Rufo, who's really hated for it, by the way, but admired by us. He's a journalist and a filmmaker. He joins us tonight. Chris, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, you can see where people are just giving up uh, on the schools. What, what exactly was that that we watched? Sure, this is the Philadelphia Trans Wellness Conference, and uh, the administrators from the Office of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion at the Philadelphia Public Schools invited all the teachers in the district to attend. They promoted it. They offered to uh, help with some coordinating assistance. Uh, and this conference was really shocking. They were encouraging minors who attended the conference uh, to start with puberty blockers. Uh, one doctor who attended said he'd performed 2,000 top surgeries in which he removed the breasts of healthy young women, uh, charging $10,000 a pop, so he's earned uh, up to $20 million uh, uh, in revenues uh, by doing this, this surgery. Then you had kind of uh, sex toys and other uh, artificial ejaculation devices uh, that were exhibited, uh, really strange and deranged for any adult, uh, but really truly shocking and frankly disgusting uh, to be directing this towards minors with the encouragement of taxpayer dollars and the public schools. I mean, it's just a few years ago that feminists were against female genital mutilation, and now, of course, they're totally uh, on board with it. Um, so, so the school district is paying for this. Tax dollars meant to educate your kids are going instead to lectures about prosthetic genitalia. The school district didn't pay for this. This was actually run by an outside nonprofit called the Matsoni Center, which is actually contracted with the district for other services. They actually help with sex education for minors, for K through 12 students, uh, in the Philadelphia Public Schools, the same people who ran this conference, and actually dug into the financials for this organization. Last year alone, this organization that was running this conference received more than $5 million in government contracts. So taxpayers across the state of Pennsylvania likely are subsidized this kind of content that's then being used for continuing education credits for healthcare professionals, for teachers. What you see is the kind of trans ideology movement has attached itself to taxpayer funding, attached itself to public institutions, and they're directly targeting your kids. Very quick, and thank you for all this, Chris. Um, we had an election in Pennsylvania two days ago. Did any of the candidates on either side mention this at all? They did not, but uh, they should, because this is absolutely a public policy issue. This is an issue facing kids, and unfortunately, unless it's stopped, you're going to have this kind of horrific ideology entering public schools, going down to those very early grades, including kindergarten. Where are all the men, you know, to stop? Somebody needs to say no. Um, and I appreciate all the work you do. Chris Rufo, thank you. you got to understand that there is an attack on the family structure there's attack on the creation of the most high there's attack on our children and they will not stop 
they'll continue to push this agenda for as long as they need to you know it'll never stop and these entities aim directly at our children our future generations through the education system like i've said over and over in which the teacher becomes the authority over the mind body and soul of our children you don't believe it go look at what they were up to lately you know they then these teachers the system these professors you know prep these children up and you know they they prep them to help destroy the family structure and destroy their lives it, it really the way i look at it now the way that the system set up it's like you're sending your child to your enemy's house and your enemy has full scope to your child and more time with your child to turn your child against you and then parents wonder why their children are acting out or are disrespectful or come out of the closet you know or say that they're the wrong gender you know it, it, for a lot of parents it comes out of left field they don't even realize that they've been giving their children over to an evil tyrannical and wicked system the whole time and let's look at how they mock the masses so we're going to transition over to an audio excerpt from the NBC News video entitled How Parents Could React If Their Kids Come Out as LGBTQ, published on June 8th, 2021. More times than not, LGBTQ people think about how their families will react if and when they come out. For many children, it could even determine whether their parents let them stay in their home or kick them out. Health Magazine editor-in-chief Amy Conway joins us now with some tips for parents whose children do come out. Amy, great to have you on. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. Happy to be here. So let's start off. A 2020 report by the Williams Institute at UCLA estimates right now 9.5% of 13 to 17-year-olds identify as part of the LGBTQ community. So what do you tell parents about how they should respond when their kids do come out? Right. So, yeah. So in honor of Pride Month, we did an article about this and we talked to parents, we talked to kids and we talked to a lot of experts and we have a lot of great tips. The number one thing for a parent is to realize this is not about you. This is about your child. So put yourself in your child's shoes. How would you feel if you were them? Would you feel scared? And as a parent, are you creating an atmosphere where your child can really feel comfortable and happy and accepted and truly themselves? That's very good advice. And let's talk about why this is so important. One expert quoted in your magazine says, quote, a supportive family can literally save a child's life. Children's risk of attempting suicide is eight times higher in intolerant families. Can you kind of use that and explain how a strong a family affects a child's decision to come out, how that reaction is so important? Sure. Well, first of all, no one will come out before they're ready. You can't. So even if you um, are completely accepting and feel super open, don't go to your kid and ask them, you know, are you gay? It's everyone's journey is personal. And it's really important that you just wait for your child to take the lead here. And then when they do just you cannot say I love you enough and don't ever put conditions on that don't say i love you even if dot 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 that implies that your child has done something wrong so you always just need to really listen 
and learn and keep those lines of communication open. Um, parents, we know, parents are naturally irritating to their to teenagers. We just can't help it as parents. So if you if your teenager's snippy, if you get the door closed in your face when you're trying to talk to them, don't let that discourage you. Keep knocking on that door and keep just showing support and openness. So you don't put pressure on your kids to say something like, you know, anything you want to talk about? No? Okay, cool. Just showing up for them builds the trust. All great advice right there. You know, you got families on one side of this, but then across the country, you have state legislatures that are considering bills or even passing and signing some bills that would directly impact LGBTQ youth, especially trans kids. Some states like Florida, Tennessee, and Arkansas have passed these into law. Talk about how even just this, the rhetoric around it, the news headlines, all of it does impact a child's decision to come out, doesn't it? Yeah, it sure does. This is a scary time for kids who are coming out as they see these changes in legislation. So as a parent, the best thing that you can do is to just validate their feelings. You can't solve problems for them necessarily, but what you can list, do is listen and understand that this is a really scary time. So as a parent, you should stay informed yourself, keep up on all of the news, really educate yourself. And once you've done your research, look into the policy leaders in your own community and on a national level. Support those people and, and get, gather your information, and then you can use all of that to get out there and have your voices be heard. And Amy, you are a parent. Do you have a message for children, kids out there who see this, who are questioning themselves right now? What would you tell them? I would tell them to just listen to yourselves and communicate with your with your parents, your friends, your family as as you feel comfortable. And and as I said in the beginning, remember this for the child. This is about you. This is not about other people. So you need to do what you feel comfortable with and what makes you feel the safest. You know, unfortunately, bullying is a reality and safety is not a given. So kids really need to do what makes them feel safe. And hopefully they can get that safety at home and their parents can support them and help them as they go out into the world. Such an important conversation. Great advice. Amy Conway, great to have you on this morning. Thank you so much. Look how quickly the morality and the principles of society have deteriorated where they can go on national television, right? And shame parents into accepting, you know, abominations. And basically they're telling you, don't complain. You know, don't complain about your, your kids coming out gay. It's not about you. <laughs> it's not about you. You think about them. It's not being selfish. Don't correct them. They can't be wrong. There's no way it's connected to what they're learning in school. This is just who they are, remember? They're literally laughing in your face. You know, and they know you're a mainstream parent. You know how many people are mainstream parents? I'm, I'm going to start using that term. You're a mainstream parent. Wherever this system decides to go, you change like the wind. You're... you're, you're you're like water. You, you're, you evolve like water. You move and you can change and adapt like water. These mainstream parents, you know, as long as it's, it's, it's new and it's cool, that's what they're going to be a part of. 100%. You know, it's just, it's just shocking to me, like, how deep this really is when you actually start doing deeper dives into it and in the videos I find and articles I find it's it's sick and we'll, we'll continue to showcase and show you the perversion behind these entities 
you know they aim these perversions at our children and then alter them once they're brainwashed through this education system we know that right so if you don't think this is a wicked you know world you know and that they're doing these gender surgeries out in the open and you don't think there's anything wrong with that you are wicked yourself 100 percent so we're going to transition over to an audio excerpt from my brother mag bitter truth official the video is entitled shocking men can now have babies with uterus transplant surgery published on september 1st 2019. yeah what's up my people yeah mag on now today we go chop it up we're not gonna do a video so called but we're gonna chop it up what's going on right here on screen as you can see what it say these women just have babies after undergoing uterus implant surgeries. So what that telling you right here, people? What that telling you, people? Wow. So like I say, man, we go chop it up about this particular thing right here because it's real strange now, people, because as you know, we break it down and show you what's going on. The deception of this world with the transgenders and everything. And we tell you that they can't have baby. They can never have baby. You understand? Because they don't bond with no uterus. But what's this right here, people? Uterus transplant? So I'm thinking that maybe when you check it and you look at it, the woman come with a certain valuable parts that man can just obtain like that, can't come by it. You know, unless a doctor go install it in them. So I'm thinking that where would they attach the uterus in a man? If it's a man and it don't have all the so-called, put it in, in electrical terms, like the connections. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you, if you, if you get what I'm saying, like where would they get all those, 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 those connections from? You know, if it's a man, they're putting it in, but you have to start look at it now, people that, you know, it might happen. You know, the drags in Hollywood now maybe can have a baby with a uterus transplant. Wow. Now that's crazy right there, people. That's really crazy. Wow, let's 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 run this a little bit. Wow. Wow. And take a look at the baby. And we don't know people because this is TV, don't forget that. We're still looking at TV right here with the GMA. Now, this is TV right here, ABC. So, you know what I mean? You have to you have to look at it like, yeah, they could bring you some fakery. And you could see the baby look real weird on this photo. But what you gonna do, people? What you gonna take this one like? Huh? Wow. You tell me, people, how, how it, it, it's now successful. <laughs> you see that? A woman can have a baby after a transplant, people. So, it's a weird world we're living in, man. And a lot of women go say, yeah, well, I have difficulty having babies, so I might need that. But no, people, it, 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 this is just wrong. This is them playing God on earth. There's no way, people. And I told you already, with them have this, this so-called shit at hand and don't, don't, don't disbelieve me when I tell you. They always show you shit that they finished with or something that they already on. Long time ago. Don't be thinking they put you up on game that quick. So you already know. They run through this already right here. 
something fishy is going on with this so-called transplant you understand a uterus transplant and there you go giggling and laughing at the masses and there you go they do get a baby out of the the, the, the so-called transplant uterus wow wow like i say people it's a dirty world we live in right now what you gonna do this not right now now hold on now it's <laughs> now it's, it's a clinical trial basically that's what it is can't see all the words but that's what it is people part of a, of, of a so-called breakthrough in clinical trial so they've been telling you that they've been trying it and it finally break through you believe it they run through this already and then they give it to the masses now showing you that it can happen there you go people mm -hmm. there you go so a baby born from a transplant uterus what they're gonna do with these transgenders that they use to deceive the masses i told you people it's gonna be hard on the next generation there's no way they're gonna be eyes open and wake to see through this deception right here get out of here you know what i mean wow mm-hmm mm -hmm. inspire higher others it's a devil work and of course they're pushing on everybody there you go mm -hmm. inspiration feel good story yes and like i say people they have a lot of females in life that have a lot of complication or some complications where they might not can have a baby but these right here you can't do that type of surgery with somebody you're gonna take somebody somebody uterus and stop it on in you no people that's bullshit 100 percent. don't indulge in those kind of shit you understand no doubt about it this is a, a devil work they bring to the masses transplanting uterus and it's successful now they're having baby and look at this baby that they show you mm -hmm. it feels amazing but this don't look real this is fake shit right here smiling baby with the eyes closed it's fake shit on the masses 100 percent in there you go mm -hmm. we're not taking this one right here this is a made-up photo right here what i tell you people devil world we live in transplanting uterus wow that's crazy right there in itself but that's how i see it people the world is crazy it's a crazy world and then they look around and they call a man like me crazy <laughs> for talking about this shit right here no doubt i can never see it and ignore it i can't you know what i mean that's the reason why i make a channel i'm gone much love and respect to the brother mag bitter truth official you know so-called breakthroughs like these they always like to come in with the hegelian dialectic you know problem reaction solution or known as order out of chaos in terms of showcasing to the masses you know new breakthrough technologies oh it's going to help women who can't you know have babies this that and the third even though they're the ones that gave these women the chemicals and the toxins and the poisons which altered their body it perverted their body and it just opens the door for these trans trannies transvestites to start now claiming that they're women think about all the uproar and backlash they're now having in sports and women's sports same women same feminists who supported you know homosexuality and pride and all that crap now are crying over the long-term effects of it over the long-term effects of their support of perversion 
It's it's unreal, people. You know, they're showing you that you're living in Sodom and Gomorrah and that you're accepting it. The more you accept it, the harder they push with it. And these social media platforms, you know, you got to understand that they're a host for this perversion. They they help broadcast this perversion. I mean, you, you could literally there's like there's porn on social media sites, people for real. You know, Twitter in and of itself. I remember I remember you, you'd be like looking for something or searching for something. You'd run across like a, a, a porn bot or a spam bot or something that is, is posting, you know, perversion out in the open and they, they allowed even youtube i was doing the episode of rituals and i was looking and doing some research and i came across it was like a satanic like ritual where they're and it was literally they're showing a naked woman and this was on youtube the breast out everything tied up you know on a table i'm like what in the world is this and they just allowed it to happen people i kid you not just nudity so if that's on YouTube, you best believe it's all over these social media sites. You know, that way they can get to your children. You know, not only do they push the porn on them in the over-sexualized, you know, world. They got these bot accounts. You know, they got hundred, they got hardcore porn everywhere. They even have softcore porn. You know, even just on YouTube, they have like these channels. Because I, I do a lot of, I'm into a lot of fitness. So a lot of the time in the algorithm, they'll like sh they'll like suggest to you these channels that are dedicated to like yoga or stretching, and they're, they're these women. If you if they if they are really women, these women in like yoga pants, like bending over or doing these poses, like doggy style poses, or like literally, I saw one where a, le a woman's legs were spread open like a V, like camel toe and everything, showing off its vagina and everything. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like. Who do you think that's aimed at? It's not just the adults, the horny, lustful, perverted adults. It's also going to be at children. So let's take a look at how they're normalizing the sexual, you know, perversions, which we know will lead to pedophilia. So we're going to transition over to an audio excerpt from the Viceroy video entitled Pedophilia, Private Perverted Apps for Kids, published on March 13, 2022. So I have discovered something happening on this app with children that is so completely mind-blowing and dangerous that I don't even know how to process how it can be handled. Last night I posted about coming across a video of a 11, 12-year-old child completely naked um, and doing inappropriate things. I reported the video, it came back no violation. I went to check this morning to see if the video was still up and it was gone, but the likes that it had received still counted. If a video is deleted or removed, the likes get removed from the likes counter in the corner. If the video has just been privated, they remain. So the likes were still there, but it was not still there, so that means that the video had just been privated. I also noted that the profile picture had been changed and a new video had been posted saying that they had to lock everybody out because somebody had messed up. I started looking at who they were following and they were following a massive amount of accounts that had usernames similar to posting in private, posting in prive, trade only, trade. And I just started exploring all of these accounts as to what they're talking about. They started talking about how they're posting in private. And at first I thought they were talking about Snapchat, that they were leading away to a Snapchat where there was a private account. But then it hit me and I, I realized what was happening. These are preteens. These are children that will create an account called posting in privates or whatever 
make a little video that says, do you want to join? I'll give you the pass to join, but you have to post inappropriate content. But instead of posting a public video, they're posting a private video in only me view mode. So what happens is somebody creates a type of account like this. They post a video saying that they'll give you the pass if you DM them. They'll privately DM, DM each other and talk and they'll give them the login information for that TikTok account. Once that happens, the person can log in and see a massive amount of privated only me videos of children in inappropriate ways. So what happened with the video that I came across last night was somebody took it off of only me private mode and put it on a public mode. So what that means is all these accounts that are like this are just full of underage children doing inappropriate things and nobody can see it or have access or report it because it's behind the scenes. These accounts have rules that they post. They say you have to post as soon as you log in and you have to post inappropriate content. And these are children. These are like from anywhere from the age of 8 to 13, 14 years old. But how easy is it for a terrible adult to come across something like this and get access to it? And they just have access to God knows how many images and videos of these kids inappropriately. I just don't even, I don't know what to do. Like, how do you report that? How do you like, you can't take it away because you can't report it from the outside. Well, there you have it. These apps were built this way for a reason. They create the environment and then create these loopholes and then pretend like, you know, they're going to come in and save the day once, you know, the reaction to the problem occurs. Once the damage is done, you know how sick that is, people? They can create private, basically, links. I mean, I'm so disgusted right now, man. It's absolutely depraved and perverted this control system is 100 percent you know these entities will never stop propping up their sick perversions for the whole world to see and accept you know the whole point is to get humanity to go against the natural ways of the most high which they means they go against themselves each other and the most high we're going to transition over to an audio exit from the Fox 13 News Utah video entitled Utah's Governor Issues Proclamation Making LGBTQ Pride Month, published on June 1st, 2022. When we know better, we, we do better. And, and, uh, and so that's, uh, that's our, our way of showing our support for the LGBTQ plus community. Governor Spencer Cox issued a proclamation today recognizing LGBTQ Pride Month in Utah and expressing support for the community. Today is the official kickoff of Pride festivities in the state. And June 1st, here we go. Fox 13 News political reporter Ben Winslow has more. Governor Spencer Cox may be the only Republican governor in the nation right now to issue a proclamation recognizing LGBTQ Pride Month. <laughs> At the Salt Lake City and County building, oh, it's hard. It is hard. people took turns helping to raise the pride flag. We're going to celebrate all month long, but help us celebrate this diversity 365 days a year. It marks the start of Pride Month in Utah. We welcome you and we love you. 
Governor Spencer Cox also issued a proclamation marking Pride Month, calling on Utahns to be more inclusive and accepting of LGBTQ people. This should not be controversial. Uh, there should be nothing controversial about supporting a group of people in, in our state who have historically felt marginalized. The governor's proclamation comes as legislation across the country is targeting aspects of the LGBTQ community and hate crimes have seen an increase. Utah's legislature enacted a ban on transgender student athletes. The governor vetoed it and the legislature overrode him. There's now a lawsuit. But the governor tells Fox 13 News he hopes his proclamation sends a message that Utah is still a welcoming place. That we love you, that we care about you, that Utah is an awesome place. It's an awesome place for everyone. Thank you, Governor Cox. I, you are wonderful. Um, that means so much. He's been so supportive with our transgender kids, um, with the community. Leaders of the Utah Pride Center say it's a sign of changing attitudes toward LGBTQ people in the state. It just speaks volumes. It's just, there's that support. That's what we need. And so, yes, Utah is finally starting to change and turn and, you know, be supportive. This is also the first fully in-person Pride Festival since the COVID-19 pandemic hit. I just want to have fun this year. I think we've we've been all cooped up in our homes for two years and I hope that everyone can come out, feel included, feel loved, and just have fun. Security is being increased here at the Pride Festival this year. One example, these concrete barricades that are going up on the entrances. Organizers say it is because of recent events, including mass shootings across the country. In downtown Salt Lake City, Ben Winslow, Fox 13 News, Utah. It's, it's such a joke. And the fact of the matter that the mayor's so-called name is Governor Spencer Cox in support of the LGBTQ. If you watch the video, you'll see that there's kids at this at this so-called rally or march helping to hoist up the flag. Why are kids around that, people? I mean, we know the the, the, the answer to that, but I'm asking all of these people who support LGBTQ. Why do you need to get kids involved? What, I mean, if you really support that, you are wicked in and of yourself. You 100% are evil. You know, and let's take a look at some of the major push of this LGBTQ perversion, you know, and how it's a huge focal point with these entities. You know, so-called June is now Pride Month, people. You know, one thing's for certain, these entities will transition from, you know, viruses to war to psyop mass shootings back to racism and police brutality over to inflation back to climate change you know over to space and aliens you know they'll they'll, they'll switch through those psyops over and over but they will consistently remain pushing lgbtq through z perversions they'll never stop that's the one thing that they always remain constant with you know, tell me why I'm seeing an article from the news.un.org entitled Monkeypox Unaged Concerned About Stigmatizing Language Against LGBTQI People. Oh my gosh. You know, why am I seeing an article from news.yahoo.com entitled LGBTQ TV Shows to Stream This Pride Month? Written by emerald pellet and published on june 6 2022 so now they got some shows to to offer up to you and your children 
Why am I seeing an article from NBCNews.com entitled Five Tampa Bay Rays Put Players Decline to Wear LGBTQ Pride-Themed Jerseys? Written by Matt Levades and published on June 6, 2022. I mean, could you imagine, people? Remember sports? I remember that that was something that would never in a million years you'd ever think about anybody accepting that. Now look at it. It's the Tampa Bay Rays talking about it. And of course they're going to bring the division and the drama. Oh, those five players, you know, same thing they did with the Colin Kaepernick kneeling. Oh, it, you know, he's just going against this. And like, it's all division people. You know, why am I seeing an article from the Orlando Sentinel.com entitled LGBTQ groups ready to fight Florida over Medicaid ban for transgender treatments written by Jim Saunders and published on June 6, 2022. You know, here's another article from the OCregister.com entitled Catalina Island to host its first large scale LGBTQ pride celebration written by Christy Hutchinson's and published on June 6, 2022. You know, why is, is the AP News documenting in an article entitled Moving Beyond Welcoming Everyone to Creating Truly Inclusive Workplaces for the LGBTQ Community? Published on June 5th, 2022. People, this is everywhere. LGBTQ perversion is literally in every facet. You can't escape it at the workplace. You can't escape it, you know, at venues. You know, they're going to put it at Canalita Island. You can't escape it if you just want to go watch a ball game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can't escape it in the healthcare industry. You can't escape it in the education system. You know, you can't escape it in their government political system. In It's everywhere, people. You know, I, I, enough of that. I'm, I'm done talking about these entities. You know, those who trusted the so-called experts, leaders, and government have no idea how perverted these entities are in terms of the Hegelian dialectic and the continued games they run on the masses who are naive enough to listen. You know, those who continue to trust the science should know that they are being mocked and killed off in so many perverted ways. And think about it, I found an article or I've, somebody shared an article from the New York Post.com entitled Team Biden ready to hand Russia and Chinese China vaccine technology free of charge written by Andrew Lansu and David J Capos and published on June 5th 2022 it's interesting how they call it vaccine technology people you got to read in between the lines you put tech in your body biotech you know so people are going to continue to trust these entities you know and their perversions so we're going to transition over to an audio excerpt from the Reuters video entitled Ukraine's Unicorn LGBTQ Soldiers Head to Head for War, published on May 31st, 2022. At their home in Kyiv, Ukrainian volunteer fighters Oleksandr Zuhan and Antonina Romanova pack for a return to active duty. Their uniform bears a rare distinction, the image of a unicorn, sewn into its standard-issue epaulettes, just below the national flag, a symbol of their status as an LGBTQ couple who are Ukrainian soldiers. The pair would not describe themselves as LGBTQ activists, 
but they are both open about their sexuality. Romanova identifies as non-binary and uses she-her pronouns. Zuhan says the mythical beast carries an important message for LGBTQ soldiers. Uh, it dates back to 2014 when uh, Russian war started and uh, um, lots of people just said there are no um, gay people in the army and so they chose the unicorn uh, because it's like a fantastic non-existent creature. And so it became the symbol of LGBTQ people in the army. Neither trained to use weapons before the conflict in Ukraine began, but after spending a couple of days hiding in their bathroom at the start of the war, Romanova said they decided they had to do more. I just remember that at a certain point it became obvious that we only had three options. Either hide in a bomb shelter, run away and escape, or join the territorial defense. We chose the third option. The couple's first tour of duty around Mykolaiv in southern Ukraine, approximately 84 miles from the port town of Odessa, changed their lives. They fought in the same unit. Zuhan contracted pneumonia and they risked death from Russian artillery. But they say their fellow fighters accepted them. There was no aggression, no bullying. A slight surprise, it was a little unusual for the others. But over time, people started calling me Antonina. Some even use my she pronoun. However, one overriding fear, voiced back in their apartment by Zuhan, remains. The thing I'm worried about is that in case I get killed during this war, um, they won't allow Antonina to bury me the way I want to be buried, but they'd rather let my mom bury me with the priest, uh, reading the silly prayers and, and doing those uh, religious things. Uh, but I'm an atheist and I don't want that. When I say this world feels like the Twilight Zone, I'm not lying. Like I cannot believe how layered and deceptive these entities are along with how depraved and perverted they are in terms of their psyops. So they can somehow mix LGBTQ agendas in with a hoax war. You know what I mean? This is deep. So many layers. You know, even the other night I was watching uh I was making dinner or prepping dinner. And I just allowed basically the algorithm to play the next video for me. And it, it was like the nightly like live stream news. I'm not sure exactly what I was watching before that. Sometimes I pop in on their live streams just to see how much they're lying and what they are showing us. I just want to keep up on their agenda sometimes. And they were interviewing some so-called Nigerian male. And, you know, it was a refugee, right? they're talking about a refugee and i'm like okay i'm just listening then all of a sudden the conversation turned over to how you know on his grandma's dying bed he came out as gay and how his grandma said she knew and accepted him and how you know in his culture that's it's not accepted and how that was liberated for him as a, as a refugee because he had this so-called hard life and then all of a sudden this entity has a book out helping other gay re refugees people no joke 
I was like, wow, you guys are so sick, so perverted in how they come across as it has to be in your face. That's why I said this is this this perversion of you know lgbtq and homosexuality they'll never stop with it the transsexual transsexuality the pedophilia they'll never stop with it it's a part of their rituals it's what they do they love that stuff they're perverted these entities so they have to push it on to you know humanity it's absolutely sick people you know and let's take a look at these perverted religions and how they pervert our realities and keep us enslaved so we're going to transition over to an audio excerpt from my brother, Edgar Mendex Babylon. The video is entitled Nephilim Oris is Jesus, Demon Worship, Cult, Christians, Israelites, 2050 Santa Servants, published on January 12, 2022. Peace, Lord, uh, always knows and understand and uh, let's talk a bit about what's going on today called Christmas Day worship and, uh, and see that all these religions are about what they are all about uh, they're not about the, the scripts that the, the book teaching them the, the laws, types and commandments that their own God gave them they break them, they worship in Christmas okay? and uh, act like you know it's nothing but they have a problem when you come and uh, expose their falsehood, all falsehood people, you're worshipping another god, top of their god, in the middle of winter, pulling open Jeba's bird, celebrating Jeba's bird, some is celebrating Santa, all this, this uh, satanic shit that they uh, decided to worship, yeah, and y'all know that it's all made up, it's all coming from the religious uh, leaders, who called Yahweh and his angels, that is all falsehood, that they're breaking their own commandments by doing that. But how, how they are hypocrites, you see that? See that? Even these other people, so-called Israelites, they today all worshipping this stuff. Yeah. Talk about don't break the law, don't break the law. But Christmas they're going to be worshipping their families, all that. And uh, talk about praise the hour and all that crap. Yeah. It's the kingdom of Yahweh, as explained to you, is uh, the eagle that is in your flag, all that stuff. These eagles, they, they, they got the god of the Satan himself that they worship on. Jesus Christ coming down, being born of Mary, a married woman, yeah, that had her husband, and next minute she's pregnant, and uh, pregnant for something outside of her marriage. It should break their law. They all close their eye about that. They all don't want to talk about that. Yeah, how Mary going to get pregnant outside of her marriage? What type of thing is that? And why would uh, Joseph or Joseph uh, put up with all that crap? Why would he? Would you have a child? Would you allow your, your, your wife to have a child of someone else that is not you? Bastard son or whatever you want to call it? Of course not. You will left her or divorce her. Because, you know, he's not your son and you're not going to be just doing that out of nowhere. Without your permission, he shows up telling you that she's pregnant from the Holy Ghost. Are you kidding me? And, and, you know, telling me that uh, they did voodoo on the guy and he keeps having dreams of angels telling him that, you know, oh, he's of the Holy Ghost. And, what well, is it okay? Because he's of the Holy Ghost now? What type of thing is that, people? I told you to worship uh, a pagan religion from Egypt and the, this religion is meant to, to destroy you totally. 
That's why you have Christmas. And what's going to happen next year and after Christmas? What? Your God didn't didn't heal you from from your pestilence that he sent. You chasing you. You can heal yourself like Jesus told you to. All of my hypocrite stuff that is going on. And uh, you got this uh, Christian Israelite telling you that crisp, uh, Christmas is real and uh, you should be worshipping Christmas. You already know where they're coming from the Vatican. I already warned you guys that they're going to be coming more and more indulging you, enticing you into this uh, Satan-worshipping uh, religions of angel worship. It's nothing to do with Mosai. You don't know what Mosai is. That's why you believe whatever the hell they tell you. And you talk about, oh, dude, Mosai said that in a cube. Dude, Mosai said that in a cube. Not just about that. That's one thing you need to know. Not just about if Mosai said that in a cube. But if he's not in a cube, yeah. About you being connected to the source, which is Mosai, and you having the knowledge, the know, yeah, not the belief, the know that these things are evil and that you're not going to be putting up with these things in the first place. How about that? This is what you're supposed to do. You got this uh, old, old prophet pushing you over the, the, the border, telling you to worship Christmas. This Christian Israelites people telling you that he's, he's, uh, he's preparing the way for his Messiah. What do you think he's doing? He's preparing the way for his Messiah in the midst of you. All these people, they're not human. All the things that they do in life is about religion, 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 religion. Don't let you live your life in peace, harmony. want to destroy you at all times waiting somewhere to show you with some bullshit. Yeah, that's what they do. They all nephews, they already warned you guys, and you're still worshipping the damn Christmas. Yeah, thinking that everything is gonna be alright. Yeah, it's all satanic shit that you're doing. That's all I have to tell you today. Now I'm saying, got more videos and more videos that, you know, don't even want to put up there because these people are not even ready for no truth. they all worshipping religion. I told you, it's a religious world going on. Yeah, and you need to wake the hell up. That's it, man. Love you all. Keep lost. Have some moment. Peace. Gotta understand that, you know, these entities that wrote these Bibles, these Torahs, these Korans, any of the religions, they will give you stories like that to basically test your IQ. You know, when you really think about it, you have to be extremely brainwashed to even believe the story of Jesus being so-called God's son. God giving you what the seventh commandment of, you know, thou shalt not commit adultery, but then comes down and impregnates a so-called Virgin Mary. I mean, that, that in and of itself is such a sick, twisted story that it's a perverted story, people. No different than the perverted story of Abraham trying to sacrifice his so-called son Lot for the most high, for God. I'm not going to say the most high, for their God, their Yahweh God, their Jebus. These, these entities are sick, 100% sick and perverted in how they try to warp people's realities. Now, I, I fell for it at times. I was in the Torah not even a year, a year plus ago. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, I never worshipped a book. You know what I'm saying? I never worshipped a book. I was looking for the Most High, and the Most High showed me that I was on the wrong path. That was it, and I was willing to change. How many people who, when they get into religion, are they willing to change? Or will they die in that same cube of perversion? You know, the same cube of deception and manipulation and control and lies. You know, it's, it's, it's sick. And let's take a look at the evil behind these so-called boarding schools. You know, these Jesuit religious schools and education system. 
and how it perverts the minds of humanity. So we're going to transition over to an audio excerpt from the Edgar Mendex Babylon video entitled Nephilim Religious Birth Control, Conformist versus Deviance, Malagem, Team Righteous, Babylon. And this was a mirror of a video from Malagem, but I think she put it on private. So I'm glad we still have access to it because it's an incredible story. And the video was published on December 16th, 2021. I've been trying to make sense of the history of my family and um, understanding their experiences to try to make sense of this world um, and we're trying to make sense of you know how people become conformists, how people end up betraying themselves in life. You know, how does that happen and why does it happen? And I've heard many testimonies and stories from people in my family about their childhood and um, I've been hearing those stories, you know, for many years, but I wasn't awake when I heard those stories, and now I'm awake, and I'm going back, and I'm reviewing those stories um, to try and make sense of, try and glean truth from what they're saying, because when they told me these stories, and they talked to me about their lives, they, they were asleep, too, and they're still asleep. They, they had no idea what they were actually telling me. You know, there was wisdom and truth in that, and they didn't know what the wisdom and truth was in what they were telling me. They were just telling me about their childhood, their history, and like almost like they were proud of it. In the 50s, uh, like many Jesuit loyal, you know, Masonic loyal families, um, had four children. You know, my grandmother had four children, allegedly, and every time she had a child, she would give it up to the monastery, the convent, the um, private school, the Catholic uh, nunnery monastery private school, you know, this large foreboding castle-like structure, you know, in their town. Um, not too far off from what a, a large old prison would look like. And these large old, you know, foreboding castle-like structures were home to many private schools in the 50s and even before that. Um, and from the time they were little, my grandmother would have a child, and then that child would go to the system, literally handing over her child to the nuns and allowing the nuns and the Jesuits to day in, day out, 24 hours a day, with no parental supervision, raise her, her babies, her kids, basically selling all of her babies, sold, sold four, four babies to the system. And one by one, every time she would have a child, it would go to the school, every time. Have a child, give it over to the system. Have a child, give it over to the system. This happened four times. So all of my aunts and uncles went into this private school system. And it's not too unlike uh, what you would consider a prison. Let's compare. So you have long rows of beds. There were long rows of beds, they told me. And from the time they were very little to the time they left that private school, boarding school, they had, you know, one little bed with one little tiny place where they had their personal possessions. They had no privacy. They could not leave. They could not go, come and go as they pleased. They had a rigid schedule. They had three meals, square meals a day in a cafeteria. Does that sound like prison? I'm just checking. Let me know if I'm wrong here. Prisons also have a lack of privacy, lack of dignity, 
rigid schedules, rigid, you know, cafeteria system. They also have uh, a rigid totalitarian disciplinary system. Because in this private school, if you did anything out of line, you were beaten to a, pl a pulp. You were beaten within an inch of your life as a child. This was told to me multiple times. I mean, these people, when they're telling me these stories, they didn't know that I was going to remember these stories. They didn't know that I was going to awaken. They didn't know. They didn't even know what that meant because they weren't. But those memories were logged. Those, those stories got logged into my head. So now I can go back and review them. All glory to the Most High for that. Thank you. So, in rows of beds no privacy, and day in, day out, psychological, harsh psychological discipline and indoctrination, religiously and educationally, is what all of these people in my family had to go through. And there was no individuality, there was no um, independence, there was no, as my aunts and uncles would as my mother used to tell me. Predominantly, it was my mother who told me these stories. Because she unwittingly, unlike the rest of my aunts and uncles who are completely evil, she was actually unwittingly, you know, honest about growing up, about what happened. And she didn't even know that she was telling, like, so much truth. You know what I mean? But when I go back and look at these stories, I'm like, this sounds like a prison system. So they're basically, so basically people in my family were, on my mother's side, were basically born into this prison system, um, born into slavery, born into this um, harsh totalitarian life where you do not have a break. It's not like you go to school at 8 to 5. They were there 24-7. And one has to ask the question, why? Why were there so many of these institutions? Because my, they told me that um, it, was com it was common, that it happened a lot. So let's think about that. It happened a lot. So there were a lot of Catholic, uh, you know, Jesuit families um, in the 50s selling their kids to these boarding schools where they would be taken care of and raised 24-7 by these satanic nuns and Jesuit priests. 24-7 and indoctrinated 24-7 and never allowed to move an inch, never allowed to think independently, never allowed to be a nonconformist. And if they did, they were beaten to an, within an inch of their lives. So knowing that, is it any wonder that now three generations later, you know, four really, because, you know, I'm in my 40s, so technically, I mean, I don't have kids. I mean, are you surprised? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I can't be in captivity. Um, but, uh, you know, is it any wonder that today we live in a society where the relatives of these families that are now in the thousands, millions, because, I mean, this is back then. I mean, those people were my aunts and uncles. They had kids. That were my cousins. Those people now have kids. You know, they're just, it's just like this system. It just keeps going on and on and on. And they just keep feeding it. So their kids are, are delusional. Their kids are indoctrinated. Their kids are going to be indoctrinated. The next kids are going to be indoctrinated. It goes on and on and on and on and on. So now, 
cut to the year 2021, and we're all asking the question, why are there so many conformists? Why are there so many conformists out there? How is it, what is it? It's like this plague, you know? This plague, this like contagion. Like what, where's the vaccine for lack of critical thinking? <laughs> hey, Billy, hey, Billy Gates, uh, could you uh, develop a vaccine for a lack of critical thought? Lack of independent thought? But when you actually go back and you look at the history, when I go back and look at how this, because it's because right now I'm in this mood where it's very easy for me to just turn the turn my face on all these people that I'm related to and start judging them, and I'm trying really hard not to do that. But it is so hard, and I'm trying to make sense. I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to be empathetic. I'm trying to understand what's going on and how this happened. And when I do that, and I and when I look at my family's history, and I look at how, how they were indoctrinated 24-7, Monday through Sunday, okay? Never having a day off as children with this filth 24-7 in their face. Is it any wonder that they grew up to raise children who were equally deluded, and those children grew up to be equally deluded? And now we have a whole modern world of millennials and young people who are just happy and content to be deluded and to be part of the hive mind and they don't think critically and they don't want to be nonconformists because they have never their minds have been they've been, they grew up in a prison system of the mind and they can't get out of it they can't they can't get out of it because a ruler would have been slapped in their face if they they get out of it, you know. If they, in, in their minds, they're still back in that nun, in that nunnery. Those people are still back in that nunnery. They're still back at that convent. They're still back at that private school. They're still back in that Masonic lodge, getting punished. In their minds, they're like, "No, we can't go there. We can't go to where that punishment is. We have to move away from that punishment. We have to do. We have to be obedient. We have to be obedient. We have to, you know, conform." We can't go to where it's painful because these people have been abused, you know? They're victims too, you know? Now, they also went on to choose to be evil and choose to do bad things and choose to lie and choose to be deceivers and choose to be part of the system. That's their choice too. You know, I made a different choice. Was I indoctrinated? Yes, I didn't have to go to a boarding school though. I mean, I guess going to a private Jesuit, you know, school, I guess. It's just as bad, but certainly not as bad as boarding school, not as bad as that. That's way worse. I mean, that is really like the definition of prison. It's like you didn't even commit a crime, but you were born, and then you got th your parents threw you in prison. Like if I, my grandmother was sitting in front of me today, she wouldn't, she wouldn't enjoy the experience because I would, I would treat her. It would be like the Spanish Inquisition. It would be like the, an interrogate, the interrogation of her life. It would be Perry Mason situation. Like she would be sitting there and she would not get up for like five days. I would not stop talking and asking questions and demanding answers. I mean, it would, just, it would be crazy. Like if I were, if my grandmother were here right now, because I would want to ask questions. Like, and it's not even about the gender inversion, which is a whole nother story. It's, it's about like, why on earth, woman, would you keep having children and handing them over to this convent? That is what I want to know. Why? Why would you do that? Why even have a kid? Why? 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 Like I want that. I want to know, and I hope my 
prayer for today is that I hope that um, I gain clarity on that on that question. You know, someday. And if I don't, then I don't. I think maybe just the journey of this, or trying to make sense and understand, maybe that's what the Lord wanted me to do in this video. And what I'm encouraging everyone else to do is to go back in your life and ask questions and try and. Much love and respect to both Edgar Mendex for mirroring the video of Malajem and much respect to Malajem for getting personal and opening up about her past life, her family life, all of the generational curses and trauma, all of the perversion to mold the mind of her family into conformists and deviants. You got to understand how deep this is. How it really was a prison system that her family went into. I couldn't imagine a religious boarding school, people, where you get beat to the inch of your life. You mean you're telling me there's no pedophilia that went on in there? Of course there was. These entities are wicked. You know, we already know about Pope Francis, you know, becoming the so-called first pope to endorse civil unions for gay couples. And we already know about, you know, the so-called 330,000 different cases of pedophilia you know being exposed but pope francis doing nothing about it so what do you think this is people they're the ones who commandeer they're the ones who push up this perversion on the world they give you a so-called bible or torah or quran and tell you that these acts are abominations but then they go and endorse them themselves now look at all the christian music that they give you with you know gay singers coming out and being you know promoted i've even heard about churches accepting gay people you know, the people, this is, this is, we're at basically the, the credits for this show. They're showing you what they're about and they're showing you that they're destroying you. Your morality, your principles, everything is gone. We are to never underestimate the perversions of their cubes of education, finance, government, healthcare, and religion. You know, and don't forget about their so-called sciences as well. It's all perverted the natural ways of the creation they've all been created to keep us as conformist inside of this mindset people may listen to malajem and be like well i see no nothing wrong with what those kids went through they needed you know they needed that type of discipline and direction in their life and you, you know your grandma just did the best she could oh really okay keep keep falling for that people keep putting keep putting your trust and your life into the hands of perverts and deviants and evil entities so we're going to transition over to an audio excerpt from my brother edgar mendex babylon the video is entitled the fallen angels published on june 18th 2021 this one
recorder, the screen recorder refuses to save the movies, so I don't know what's going on. If my phone is sabotaging it, or, you know, a few days now I've been trying, it's not working. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, but we know we need to stop. There are only recorders out there, you know what I'm saying? So, that's all I'm telling you guys. Uh, the, all these things belong to my friend. It's my friend tech, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and, uh, you know, like the stories my grandmother used to tell me, mom. Even when I was so young, I was like six, seven, they would tell me these stories about uh, selling your soul to the devil and stuff like that. My grandmother would be telling us a lot of stories by the, by the fire at night, looking at the stars. You would creep yourself, not telling you. At that time, there was no TV and all that shit. You see the kids brainwashed by So she will tell her stories, but her stories, when I look back, make so much sense. You know what I'm saying? Everything that she was saying was already like the truth, man. She had some spirit of truth already back then. You know what I mean? She will tell the stories, man, like creepy stuff, mephilene, voodoo and witchcraft. You know what I'm saying? About like how certain people that she knew when she was young died. Because you have to see where they lived and stuff, there was not all this. Uh, it was not urban area, it was like there were trees everywhere, there was a house here and there, you know. And there was probably a place where they would commune, like a bar or something, that, or party or whatever, yeah. So the, you had this guy, he, he was always, she said the guy was always coming home late at night because he was drinking till late at night. Him and his friend, his neighbor, they all go out and come back always real late at night. And they, no, mind you, they had to like cross forests and shit to get home. There was no roads and open roads and lights and all this. You know what I'm saying? Well, all these died, and you probably have a torch or something. And uh, he said that, you know, they, people warned them about walking around at night at late hours all the time. But she was on that. The, the guys, they left the pub, the, the club, they were going home, and they see this <coughs> a pack of like 10 cows and uh, some chickens and dogs following them, all of them, walking past them. And then they walk a bit more, like another mile, and they see the same damn cow and the same damn chicks walking around again. And then they start looking at each other, like thinking, and on, are we drunk or what? And then they saw it again. After so a while, they see it again. They start running. You know what I'm saying? They run. They said that she said they run home. They they quickly went up the steps, knocked the door, lock his 
somebody opened the door quick because they said there was things running after them. They only hear like, you know, like some like a goat or something is running after them. So they will run out, run home, and hide, man. And the whole night, that shit was going around their home, to do, to do, to do, to go the whole night, man. Stories like that, you know. So you know that you know she will tell you stories that may let you know that there are other things in this world apart from us. You know what I'm saying? We're not the only people that Mosai uh, created in this world. And these other creatures that you see them uh, using to do all this magic and all these things. These creatures, Mosai created them for purpose. You understand that? But once you destroy their purpose, because they have no purpose now, yeah, the, the, their purpose become evil because they have no purpose. They cut all the trees, they cut all, they, they change the, the roots of the water. These creatures are there to purify water, trees, things like that, I think. And they're not supposed to be doing magic for you and giving you money. These are other evil creatures that came up with that. And then they, because of men, following the evil spirits, that's what happens. You know what I'm saying? They all became slaves to these uh, low ground creatures by commitment to them, by sacrificing to them, not to the Mosai. But I tell you, they sacrifice unto devils and not to the Mosai, to gods that they knew not. The new gods that came, newly up, when their fathers feared not. Go figure. He's talking about these false gods, Jebus, all these false religions that they gave you. Yeah, religions are governments. That's what I told you. That's what it is. Okay? And all religion is one, all government is one. That's all you need to know. Mosai is one. Mosai is the real government, not them. Because when you go to the religions, I'll explain to you guys. All the houses, all the earth belong to them, not to you, and you have to buy it back. When you go to the Mosai, everything belongs to you, and nobody can get it out from you. Because the Mosai gave it to you. Because I made the creation for you, not for you to buy. I explained this to you guys from day one. These damn religious people. Yeah, and they are hypocrisy, because it is. Telling you to have faith for something that Mosai already gave you for free. So you know, it's all bullshit. And uh, that the Nephilim lives on you. It lives on your life, on your soul, on your breath. There's nothing you can do of yourself. Everything you do is what he already predetermined before you were born that you will be doing. That's how it goes. I know it's sad, but you have to understand these things. If you want to be a real human being, that no, when I say human being, you 
but uh, both days are already back down. But because uh, we are, we still uh, poisoned and delusioned and delusioned by the words that we use, like human. Because human belongs to the Nephi family. Don't forget that this fruit is a word that comes from the evolution. You know what I'm saying? So we're really mankind. We're not humans, really. But we use this term because most people understand this term and the difference between when they say humans, but still the same because if when they say humans, it's, it's they telling you the science, their science that humans came from animals. So we don't relate to humans like that. We are mankind. But you know that the confusion is deep. Those spell languages is there for this to confuse you. Okay? To not to know the difference. And before you know it, everybody is what they're doing is calling everybody Nephilim. But it's not. Some people are mankind, some people are humans, which means science that they create. <laughs> That's it, man. People are such at moments. Much love and respect to the brother Edgar Mendex for an incredible breakdown of these so-called fallen angels, these Nephilim, these soulless entities, whatever you want to call them. At the end of the day, the names don't matter. It's just the, the understanding that they are amongst us, just like the movie They Live. And Edgar's completely right. Maybe these entities lost their purpose for why they were created in the first place. And now their new purpose is the destruction of humanity. Or maybe, they're, maybe they've been up to that the whole time. Who knows? But what you need to understand is that through our own free will, we have allowed our enslavement. We've allowed our lives to be perverted and altered. We've given up our children, our future generations to these entities and their perverted ways plain and simple that's why we live in a controlled environment that's why we have to work to to live and live to work we have to pay for things that were given to us from the jump that in and of itself should light a fire under you and should want it should motivate you to get up out of the system that's all i work towards every single day yes i have to use money as a tool right now to pay my bills and get food but right now I'm manifesting my own reality and I'm learning how to garden and I'm really becoming confident in my own skills. I'm coming into my own. I know what I need to do as far as preparation and every single day I'm given an opportunity. I prepare more and that makes me stronger. It makes me more confident. It makes me less dependent and less vulnerable on this wicked perverted system. And that's what we should all be working towards every single day, people. You know, I hope this message you know, helped you in your journey as well as understanding how deep the perversion is and how it's not always just sexually focused, but that primarily will be what they do, but it's also deeper than that. And I barely, you know, scratched the surface of the perversions. Barely feel like I did, but I wanted to at least leave you with this message and, you know, thought provoking content. Please check out all the channels, all the brothers and sisters that I share, the ones who are driving home this truth. And please take care and please guard yourself and your children and your family from this perverted control system. Guard your soul. Be safe. Much love to each and every single one of you. Thank you for the support. Peace and blessings to all of the righteous men and women of the Most High. 
peace and blessings to all of those who have been on their own narrow path of the righteous with the Most High, and to those who are beginning on their own narrow path of the righteous with the Most High. May the Most High continue to bless you, protect you, guide you, and provide you with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. May your life be fulfilled and may you have peace of mind all of your days along with your family lineage. All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. Peace.